Thanks for downloading another episode of the Christian Humanist Podcast. You might notice that there's no background music. There's also no Michael Farmer, no David Grubbs. Yes, this is a .01 episode, which means that, unfortunately, listeners, you're only going to get to hear me in this last podcast of the summer. When we ramp back up in the fall semester, which is to say a couple weeks from now, uh, you will hear from all three of us, and our premiere episode will be the one on my dissertation, Ethical Succession. Why, you may ask, did we have to postpone this episode? Well, you might think it's because of David's Windows computer. After all, Microsoft is notoriously buggy, sometimes breaks down. But no, it wasn't that. And maybe, just maybe, Gilmore's Linux machine bugged up and crashed and wouldn't let him work. No, it wasn't that either. No, folks, in a volley, a salvo, a decisively heard shot, though perhaps not around the world, in the Mac versus PC war, it is Michael Farmer's broken down Mac computer that has kept us from recording today. So, those of you who are keeping score, this is one more point against the Mac people. Anyway, listener feedback. Uh, we wanted to address some of this before it sat around too long, because if you have to wait till August and you wrote us in June, that's just not very polite on our part. So, uh, to get into some listener feedback. First of all, we've got a couple messages from Mike Weaver, uh, one via email at the Christian Humanist. No, yeah, the Christian Humanist at gmail.com. Uh, he has called me to account for my fishing stories. Uh, it appears that when I told the story of his introduction to me, I overstated his involvement with the podcast up to that point. Uh, so, Mike, you caught me. I do sometimes tell fishing stories, and I don't really apologize because I so enjoy it, but I do acknowledge that it happens. Uh, also, on that same note, Mike uh, sent us a message on the Facebook page. Appreciated the last episode, guys. I have a friend who might enjoy the podcast. Perhaps you've heard of him. His name is Michael Farmer. I'll recommend to him that he listen. All right, Mike, we get it. Now, also from Mike Weaver, we get a pretty good question. Uh... Since I first met Nathan, he writes, I've been mining what I could from your previous episodes to get a sense of both the atmosphere at the University of Georgia English Department for Professing Believers and some of the feelings that go into a, the transition into a quote-unquote real job. I appreciate, uh, appreciate the episode relating directly to the transition. Uh, you guys might consider doing an episode about the difficulties of finding a job in academia, whether it was easier or harder as a Christian, and maybe even your views on publication as a graduate student or other career advice to graduate students. All right, so a couple things, Mike, and I'll let the others respond to you either in future episodes or online, uh, however they prefer to do it. But when it comes to the job market, it is universally difficult to find a job, universally difficult to secure a job. That said, there are degrees within that difficulty. And one of the things that you'll discover, I think, or at least I have discovered, is that if you do land that gig and you find yourself on the other side of the desk, so to speak, uh, and I know this especially from last year's candidate hunt, uh, there are not nearly as many applicants as you would imagine to teach, frankly, a teaching heavy load at a Christian liberal arts college. So if you are someone dedicated to teaching uh, rather than research or whatever else big university professors do, uh, there's probably a statistically significant 
advantage that you have simply because you will apply to jobs at places like Emmanuel College uh, that your peers won't have, frankly. Now, that said, it doesn't negate the fact that the job market is pretty rough. It doesn't negate uh, any sort of professional advice that you get from folks who are in the job market, folks who are working with graduate students there at University of Georgia. Uh, but keep your ears open, ask around. And like I said, if uh, Michael and David have things to add to that, I'd be glad to hear what they have to add. Another message that we got was from John Coyles on the Facebook page. Uh, very much appreciated your comments and insights about moving from grad school to a faculty position. I am unfortunately still looking for a job, but I feel like when it happens, thinking positively here, this will be a good pod that I return to. And again, you know, I, I really do think, and Michael and David can gainsay me or they can be my amen corner here as they see fit, uh, but I really do think that a willingness to go into a teaching job uh, is frankly an advantage to the job searcher. Uh, the research one jobs, the ones where you teach four courses a school year and publish lots of articles in lots of journals, those are very, very hard to come by. Uh, the ones where you're teaching eight to ten classes a year, fewer people are going to apply to those. So if that is what your vocation is, if you're a teacher at heart, uh, you have that advantage. Uh, one more from the Gmail from uh, thechristianhumanist at gmail.com. We got an email from Michael Butts, and I'll go ahead and read it. Dear Christian Humanists, I'm a recent follower and fan of your podcasts and blog. It is a comfort to hear talk about such thoughtful and complex subjects in a way that does not go over people's, read my, head. Uh, the laid-back, goofy, and yet fully engaging approach to the topic helped me to realize that a normal goober like myself can think critically and tackle these big issues and questions. It is also wonderful to hear this coming from some fellow Georgians. Michael informs us that he lives in Lawrenceville, just west of where I live. And that makes me say, holy cow, I could learn this too. Uh, through a number of factors that have both sprung up recently and have played out over many years in my life, I find myself very interested in pursuing and learning about philosophy in general and Christian apologetics in specific. I write to you today with a simple question, what books or readings would you recommend to someone who has a budding interest in the field? And he goes on to talk about the circumstances that uh, are keeping him from going back to pursue formal education. Uh, Michael, I, I would say, first of all, that, you know, kind of listen to our episodes, and as you're listening, kind of pick up on the patterns of the people we allude to. I mean, these are going to be the people who are most influential in our thinking patterns. You know, the more recent authors, uh, you know, Michael's got Karl Barth and Walker Percy. Uh, I've got Walter Brueggemann and Alistair McIntyre. David's got C.S. Lewis, uh, G.K. Chesterton. You know, these are the folks who, for all three of us, have helped us to navigate modern thought. And then, of course, I mean, just the classic names that, you know, we allude to, and then, of course, the ones that we don't allude to as much. Uh, you know, I mean, there's no substitute for being familiar with the text of Plato, Aristotle, Augustine, things like that. Unfortunately, the Christian Humanist Forum, when we started it up, uh, all three of us got so busy that we didn't have time to maintain it. Uh, at some point in the future, Michael, hopefully we will be able to ramp that up again so that folks can jump into that grand conversation, so to speak. In the meantime, I mean, keep listening, get in contact with other listeners, people who comment on the blog, people who jump in on the Facebook page, 
uh, those are the folks who I would guess have some interest in philosophy, old books, things like that. They might be precisely the folks that you can go to and start up some reading circles. So, you know, use this Christian humanist experience, man, as a sort of network, if you will, some contacts. Uh, and if you do manage to connect with some folks and start a reading circle, let us know about it. We'd be thrilled to announce that on the podcast that there are some humanistas out there who have started a reading circle. That would be fabulous. Anyway, in the meantime, listeners, uh, this is going to be a very short episode. Uh, obviously Michael and David are not here. I didn't prepare any interview questions for myself because it just seemed kind of weird. In the meantime, those of you who have joined us on Facebook, I think we're up to 146 thumbs up. That is wonderful. Uh, keep telling your friends about us, uh, get more people to listen, log on to iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a rating. All of these things help to bring people into this conversation. Uh, those of you who have mentioned us on your own podcast, again, we thank you greatly. Uh, this especially goes out to the folks over at CWC, the radio show. I hope you guys ramp back up. If not this fall, then sometime soon. And Bowen Trip, I almost said Bowen Luke. Bowen Trip over at the Homebrewed Christianity podcast. Again, uh, I consider those guys certainly friends in that Aristotelian sense. We have very, very different approaches to these intellectual con conversations, but we're both interested in having them. And, you know, for that reason, I am thankful that they are still doing what they do. Uh, if you have a podcast and you are listening to this, by all means, mention us. Send people our way. We will reciprocate. Oh, the ghost of Michael Farmer just told me to remember uh, Night Cheese is another podcast that mentions us frequently. Thank you, Ghost of Michael. Anyway, all of that aside, uh, we are going to be starting up the fall season, hopefully sometime in the month of August. Uh, we have a few topics ready to roll, but as always, we always welcome suggestions from our listeners uh one in particular justin ranallo uh hopefully sometime this semester or next uh i will start writing up some notes for that christianity and economics podcast that you had requested uh i'm going to see and i'm not making any promises but my vice president of academics in other words my boss over at emmanuel college is himself a phd in economics i'm going to see if i can get him to come on for a guest show if not, that's all right. But uh, certainly I'm going to try to do that show. There's other things on the docket, but please, please, please write into us. Write it on the Facebook page. You can search for us at Christian Humanist Podcast. Write it to our email, thechristianhumanist at gmail.com. Contact us through the blog's comment feature. Do what you need to do to get a hold of us. Keep downloading, keep listening, keep commenting. You listeners are the reasons we do this, so... We love you all. Don't stop listening. Don't stop responding. We can't wait to hear from you. So, because I am now vamping, rather than providing you even the paltry comment, content that I was before, I'm going to go ahead and say, in behalf of the absent Michael Farmer, in behalf of the absent David Grubbs, this is Nathan Gilmore saying, let your sins be strong, let your faith be stronger. <laughs>